Welcome to Age of Minority, a podcast for youth about the gospel. I'm your host, Jaquel, here with my co-host, pastor, and dad, Sean. Don't mind me. I was just, I started the music going. Yes. And you know that moment where it's like, now what are we about to talk about? Okay, what that's what I thought you were doing, but you were mouthing <laughs> quietly to yourself. And I I'm good. What you uh, but but I, I came around. It, it, it got me right, right at the last second. Okay. So, there you go. Hey, Jaquel. So you are so prepared and ready for this. Hey, we're just having casual conversations. That's true. It's just casual, except for our, our Luther episode. Did we have two episodes on? Yes, we did one on on Luther and the Reformation and then one on uh, what the Reformation means for us today. Listen, I think next year we should do another Halloween episode. I know we've already talked Halloween, but that's just just fun stuff. Well, you and I have been talking more about it because... Well, the history. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And every year in the past, I've had questions about Halloween and I've always have never felt like I had a, a super clear understanding and conviction on it but you know having kids mm-hmm. <laughs> like in so many different areas forces you to really consider uh, what you believe about certain things and why you believe them well but, and, and what you're going to do about them well exactly because it has real practical implications yeah. in your life yeah, interesting stuff. So. But this year, I feel like I got some more clarity. I, it's it's funny because like in my considerations of the history of it, I came to some new conclusions about its history. Um, but I'm not sure how much that impacted my practical application. Mm-hmm. And I had somebody, um, I don't know if you saw, but I had somebody engage me on some of my posts about the history of Halloween and claiming yeah another pastor a good guy i like the guy and and he he was you know he he, his argument was i posted a uh, al moeller argument uh an al moeller article and and in the article al moeller actually i believe um has some uh faulty conclusions about the history of halloween which you did not know when you no i didn't know when i posted it (laughs) right but and so this person's argument this is uh, other pastor i think he's a pastor right now anyway is that um his point was that if you start with faulty historical foundations, that your application will be off. Hmm. And I, I'm like, well, possibly. Yeah, I was gonna say it's possible. But 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 two articles I posted, both of them had opposite uh, origin stories for Halloween. One of them I believe was right, one was wrong. Mueller, I think, was the one who was wrong, which I thought was interesting because Mueller's not usually wrong about too much. But anyway, and, but they both came to the same conclusion. Essentially, mm-hmm. it was uh, the, the the conclusion was basically, you know, Christians have the freedom to to participate or not participate. Well, spoiler alert for yeah. a future Halloween episode. It's going to be like next year. People will have forgotten what I said by next week. So <laughs> anyway, the, so this true. is Halloween is done. Now yeah. it's Christmas, Jacob. Now hey, everything is hey, Christmas. Hey, forget you forgetting all our American listeners. For them, oh, it's yeah. Turkey Thanksgiving. Day. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But I'm I'm excited this year because I I get a vacation. Oh, you get for a vacation. Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the because, old uh, Young Writers uh, Workshop is taking a few days well, off. Well, yeah, the Author Conservatory specifically. The oh. Young Writers Workshop never takes a they day never off. Never sleep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. but the Author Conservatory, which is where I'm primarily working, yeah, we're taking right. a Thanksgiving break, which is it's so strange to me because I don't celebrate Thanksgiving, no. but I do celebrate the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And excuse me, you don't celebrate excuse American me? Thanksgiving. Yes, you I celebrate guess. the real Thanksgiving. <laughs> Canadian, Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I yeah. love when Americans. Americans go, what? 
you celebrate Thanksgiving too? It's like, yes, Canadians are thankful also. And you know what? We're way more strategic about the timing. All right. We, we give us yeah. ourselves a full two months between our two big exactly. holiday dinners. No, Americans, I mean, again, with work and break, I have a, a week off now and then I only have three more weeks yeah. of work and then it's Christmas. I know. It's well, Christmas. Christmas break. And, and Christmas this year is on a... Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, because next yeah. year it's Sunday. I don't know. Oh, no. I was going to say I don't know how I feel about that. I have no issues with Christmas being on a Sunday. I actually I like it. that Christmas is on a Sunday. Um, I don't know how I feel about it being on a Saturday. Because for me, that means now at our church, we have a Christmas Eve service, which is kind of an evangelistic service. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we have our Lord's Day service. <laughs> of course. Psh, it's the Lord's if we Day. Were ever not. It supersedes every holiday, any holiday. So it is the Christian holiday, the quintessential Christian Anyways, holiday. Yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I don't know it's how I feel on about Boxing that. Boxing Day. We got a, a, a Christmas Eve service, then Boxing Day service. I don't really know how I feel about that. Okay, well, you know what? It yeah. doesn't really change anything. So. It really doesn't. <laughs> so there you go. Thanks for those. Uh, thoughts. I don't know. This so what? Sean feels what's, what's about go- Christmas? <laughs> okay, what's going on? In, yeah, no, you don't want to talk about what Sean thinks about Christmas. Oh well, what? just wait for the Christmas extravaganza. <sighs> yes. So what's going on in your life, Jacqueline? What is going on in my yeah, life? Yeah. What's new? What what's up? is new? What's, what's crackling? How about that baby of yours? She's got she's got that one that word. She loves the most. Oh, my big baby. Your big my baby. Not the baby, baby on the inside. See, this is what's so confusing. Okay, we still call Lucy the baby, but yeah. I also have a baby. Like, I have a true you got, baby. You got so two it's babies. Like, who's the baby? Yeah. Uh, anyway. But Lucy's I, only 17 months. I still so. call Lucy the baby, yeah. uh, but I probably shouldn't. Yeah. The, her, her favorite word is yeah. 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 And, and yeah. she will, like, sh- you'll ask her a question. Yeah. And she'll say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she'll ask, like, do you want to go outside? Yeah. She doesn't have any clue what she's asking, what she's Sometimes she does. Yeah. See, ex- that's the problem. Except today was, was the best illustration <laughs> of that. Worst. Because, no, it was the best illustration <laughs> because I said, or Jaquel said to Lucy, Lucy, do you want to go for your nap? And she goes, yeah. Let me tell you, uh, when Diana put her down for a nap, she made very clear she did not want to go down for a nap. But maybe her inner <laughs> self knew deep down that she did because that's she was so very funny. tired. Yeah, but she didn't. Anyway. Yeah, she has so. a few other words. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but that one's the cutest. It, it is pretty yeah. funny. It's because it, it's the most engagement you have with her. It's <laughs> yeah. like you ask her a question and she responds to yeah. you. So you ask all the questions that you want her to answer. Yeah, you know, do you love grandpa? Yeah. <laughs> Although that one took a while. It did. It was a delayed reaction. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's it's all good. My 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 ego wasn't hurt too terribly much. Yeah, she's, she's so a that's nice fun. That's I a, like her. That, that's, a great, uh, that's a great stage when you can actually have some some level of communication with your it kid. Is. It is. It's Things are crazy. Crazy. Things are crazy yeah. in my house because, as you mentioned last week, I've not been feeling very good no. <laughs> this pregnancy with yeah. all kinds of issues, basically. Um, and she is in just like get into everything stage. Yeah, right. Like she is very active, but she's not old enough to be helpful. Um, no. So it's it's a fun How time. much freedom do you give her in the house? Like, uh, I guess sometimes so, you got to be like, hey, no, you need to stay here, kid. So what I Mama's usually do, do because... Because we're in an apartment right now, yeah. what I can do is I close the doors. Oh, that's smart. She's not allowed and to go in. she can't get in them? Yeah. So yeah. I usually just leave her bedroom door open, and her yeah. bedroom is, is set up in such a way that she can just go yeah, in yeah. there and, and have free reign. So, yeah. So usually I'll let her go and play in her room, but often she just wants to be wherever I am. Mm. So. Okay. 
she just kind of hangs around. You're you're kind of one of those parents that kind of uh, like you don't have uh, covers on the plugs and stuff like that. I right? don't know. Like you, you guys want to kind of teach her about those things rather than prevent her. Yeah, within reason. There yeah. are a few uh, cupboards that we put our very uh, you mean very where you keep technical. Your guns? No. I was- <laughs> No, I was I wasn't even saying that. We put <laughs> our know, uh, elastic it. bands yeah, yeah. around the go. little handles instead sure, of the fancy locks. Yeah. Yeah, no, just like where we have the cleaning supplies. See, chemicals. See, Joe just doesn't seem to me to be the kind of guy who's going to do the prevention method. He's going to be like, no, no, no. I'm going to let my kid figure this out. See, that's funny because we were actually more on opposite sides. He was like, oh. no, maybe we do need to like really? just... Just like for the chemicals, like just for the, yeah, for those sure. few things. And I was a little bit more at first, like, no, we need to, we just need to train her very dumb. well. Um, <laughs> and, you know, m- m- like stay on her, make sure about it. Yeah. But now I'm like, you know what? No, there are, <laughs> there are some prevention methods that are easier for everyone. And you can still train your child to obey you while still locking up the chemicals. There you go. There you go. Life lesson. All right. With mom, Jaquel. Well, there you go. Nice to hear what's going on in your mom yeah. life. So what's going on in your life, You know Dad? what's going on in my life, Jaquel? <laughs> I'm getting ready on? to take some much needed vacation time. Much needed vacation time. Yeah. I thought I would go to like, I would travel to Europe. <laughs> Maybe I'll travel... No, I'm not traveling anywhere. Nowhere will have me. I am stuck as a prisoner in my okay. lovely country. <laughs> I have a wonderful country. I live in a I live in a wonderful province. It, I do. Okay. I love it. I mean, I love. Just want to make sure I, I know where this Atlanta, is going. Canada. I love Nova Scotia. Yep. It, when you think about like we've been here for twelve years. Yeah. Twelve. It's twelve. Thirteen. Twelve. Next 18? year. Next year. Twenty-five years. Next year will be 2013? Yeah. 20, Next year will be 2022. We got here in 2009. Wow, that is crazy. Next year wow. is going to be 2022. In like anyway, a month, it'll be I, 2022. I feel like I've seen hardly any of Nova Scotia. I love Nova Scotia. It yeah. is a beautiful, beautiful province. I love it. I don't love being a prisoner in it, but I do okay. love it. And uh, yeah, so we're just going to, you know, take some trips around and eat some takeout. And... Well, anyways, it's been a hot minute since you've taken a vacation. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. I, I don't even remember. Yeah, like well, I, I don't think I took vacation last year. Yeah, so we're. It's, I think it's probably been close to two years since you've taken a vacation, yeah. which that's that's not good <laughs> in ideal no. circumstances. There's it's just not. some situations where it's very difficult to avoid. Well, do you want to talk about that? <laughs> like about rest and how important it is? I mean, that's probably a good idea. Do you, do you want to have like a casual conversation about it? Uh, well, I don't have time or uh, for have like preparation for like a formal conversation. Oh, okay, well then let's have it. Okay. So, 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 so what... I don't even know what we're going to talk about. Okay, well, let's talk about what I just said. Why what not taking a vacation say? in two years is usually is usually not good. Why it's not good, but sometimes necessary. Exactly, it's sometimes necessary because circumstances require it. I think I think what I would say is that you know what it's, will it's, you it's, say? it's it's less about oh like the Bible tells you you need to take take time off of work, you need to take time off of school. As where this conversation is the, the center of it is, is that the Bible talks a lot about rest it's and true. how important and good and necessary it is. But but what does the Bible say about vacations? There's Dead so air. many bad jokes I just thought Dead of. Air. But, um <laughs> Not a whole lot. Right. It doesn't say a whole lot. Like this is this is an interesting situation because if you think about like our church, um, there's a lot of guys who like 
don't take vacation. Like your husband doesn't take a lot of vacation. Like we're talking about vacation from work or like vacation when you're going somewhere, like no, traveling I, somewhere. I, I'm talking about just taking time off work. I mean, never mind going places. That's not what this okay. issue is. That's so, not I what mean, this the Bible does about. address this. Well, it, it addresses the principle of one day in seven. Yeah. And, and that indicates how important rest is. But nowhere does it say that you have to take two weeks off from your job every year. Yeah, not not for New Testament believers, I would say. I, like there is quite a bit in terms of festivals and timing and yes. stuff for Old Testament believers where rest was baked in. I mean, yes. you have like the year of Jubilee, yes. um, different stuff. But yeah, no, I obviously agree I, with you. that. I, I guess the point I'm just making is that if you're in one of these, like, like let's say you own your own business and you don't, you're not able to take time off. You're not living. That's not unfaithful. I think what Jacob's point is that is that it's important to bake, as she said, to bake rest into your schedule. That's right. Into the into the warp and woof of your life. Exactly. Bake rest into the warp and woof of your life. Look, put that on that. a T-shirt. That's, that's tweetable, tweetable right there. Yeah. But, and then make a little graphic with an oven, so it's like a yeah. Bake cookies. Bake that rest. Yeah. Uh, cook that rest. I don't bake. I cook. <laughs> anyway, uh, rest is important. And and I mean, like I I agree. I remember when I first started at the church there was really not a lot of time for vacation mm-hmm. and and again when we t- say vacation we're saying taking time off from work there wasn't a lot of time and and it was just like well you know there wasn't vacation and at some point i realized no i need to do what's necessary so that i can get the necessary rest because if i don't get the necessary rest then my spiritual life suffers and if my spiritual life suffers the uh, spiritual lives of the entire church is going to suffer yes. and, and and if you're a believer it's no different for you. Now, it's some different because if you're not a leader in your church, then y- y- you not getting the proper rest you need is not going to have the same effect, but it's going to have an effect. And it's going to have an effect on the people right around you, your it, family. The people in your home. Yeah. Right? So, so you know, that it's, it, it is it is uh, insanely, insanely, intensely, immensely important that we work rest into our schedules well i think the the word that you mentioned a couple times that is what is the word is a highlight here is necessary god yeah literally created us to need rest yeah okay he Power. he made our bodies to shut down for like yeah. eight hours Isn't every night yeah, like we need sleep to survive. You don't sleep, you die. Isn't that bonkers that the Lord could have created us created us in such a way that we didn't need to rest? Yeah. But you're right. He made our bodies so it's like it's like just a reminder, I'm God, you're not. I don't sleep, you do. Hit the pillow. Well, exactly. This is what rest <laughs> demonstrates, right? Like why did God do that? Yeah. To show us and remind us of our dependence on him. Yeah, so I I think for me, the issue is not so much like in what way you have to rest. I mean, so often, you know, like when we talk about Sabbath and and what your view of the Sabbath is, it's like, I don't really want to argue that much with people about that. But what I want to say is that on each Sabbath, you need to have rest. Because, I mean, that's the way that God has created us to have, you know, I mean, the principle of one day of rest in seven. So people always say, well, what does that look like? Mm -hmm. You know, what can and can't I do? And I think that's the wrong way to come at it. It's like, Mm. well, are you having a restful day? You know, like, are there some things I think probably not restful? Like somebody will say, oh, well, cutting the grass is restful to me. And I'm kind of like, well... Okay, but that is pretty straightforwardly work. Mm-hmm. You know, cutting the grass is not, re- that might be restful to you, but that's not rest. Yeah. So it's just like, I think it's it's a matter of taking rest from labors, like like physical, mental, spiritual labors, yeah. and just spending a time of worship and fellowship with the people of God. And So maybe we should talk about why don't we rest? 
Yeah, that's the, well. <laughs> I can tell you why I don't rest. Yeah. It's it, it's very similar to the reason why I forget to pray for the persecuted church, and it's that I have too high a view of myself, mm. and and I th- I think that I'm far too necessary, and it's like if I don't do all the things that I normally do in a week, then uh, you know things will implode. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I think there's that. Um, I, I think, you know, for me, that that's one of the reasons. So pride, basically. Yeah. That, I think that's probably, for me, the primary reason why I don't rest is pride. Yeah. I think mine is connected to that, and it's idolatry. So I idolize right. my work. Or, sure. or I idolize productivity. Okay? I idolize oh, getting yeah. things done because <laughs> yeah. I tie more of my, my worth and my value to my ability to produce yeah. without recognizing that rest is good because it reminds me that I can't do everything. I can't be productive all the time and I need to rely on the Lord. Yeah. Another one for me would be like why I don't take more extensive times of rest, like a vacation, a week of vacation or so is because of routine. Mm. It's just, I get caught up in routine and, and all of a sudden, like the other day, I'm like, Oh shoot, it's November. Yeah. And I got five weeks of holidays. I haven't taken five days of holidays. So like, you know, I better, you know, I just get caught up in routine. I mm-hmm. think that's the reason. Yeah, for sure. And then like we said, like there are extreme situations yeah, where yeah. you you can't take as much rest as you, you no. want or you desire. No, exactly. I think there's lots of people listening that would like more time off if they could have it. Yeah, but it, like exactly. Man, I remember like talking about vacation. I, I remember what uh, was it, a year or two ago where I guess it was a couple of years ago. Mom and I actually went on a vacation. Yes. Well, almost three years ago, three <laughs> yeah. years ago in March. Dang, three years ago. And we went on a, a cruise, a, a Panama vacay. Canal cruise. Uh, but man, it was so incredibly restful. Yeah. Like it was like we went everywhere and we I mean, like mm. we, we went all over. We went to Nicaragua and Costa Rica and, and I mean all over and, yeah. and we saw all kinds kinds of things but it was incredibly restful yeah and I remember like coming back like just you know I I, I mean it, 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 if you don't take time to get necessary rest you you don't you, you don't see the benefits in it and mm. I think that's kind of one of the other reasons that we don't rest is yes. we don't realize the benefits in it absolutely and, and it's like some people might be listening and go man your church gives you five weeks of holidays a year and it's like yes they do I don't take them all usually but they give those to me because they see the benefit in me getting the rest and, and it really does benefit you. I mean, like, again, it's just like the Lord has forced us to see that we have to rest. But also he's told us that there's a benefit in it. And so why wouldn't we seek to emphasize that in our lives? Well, again, in the same way that we need sleep to survive and thrive, we need rest to work well. Like there are all kinds of, man, even if you look up... Um, like just like business books or or pop psychology how many studies have shown that there is is essentially a cap to your productivity there's even there's like a number of hours per week I think it's like 50 or something that every hour you work above that your productivity actually decreases (laughs) because you've you've expended too much energy that if you had rested instead and come back you could have been twice as productive yeah yeah I mean, so interesting like that you just mentioned that because that made me realize that it's not just benefits mentally and emotionally, it's physically. So like, oh, well, yeah. you know, overworking yourself, all of a sudden you get less productive, but also there's all kinds of other health issues. So not too long ago, mm-hmm. I guess it was just a, a few weeks ago, I did a couple of studies at the church and uh, on a couple of the reformers for Reformation day and one of them was on john calvin well martin luther was the same spurgeon yep. is the same these guys that worked themselves almost literally to death mm. like they had so many health concerns yeah. i mean i mentioned calvin's preaching schedule which was insane and uh, 
And then I also mentioned all the physical ailments that he struggled with. And it's kind of like, okay, but, uh, you know. Yes, some of them seem to be related to they just the stress or, or, yeah, just physical difficulty of, of overworking yourself. I mean, because a lot of them are stomach issues. And stomach issues are most definitely connected with the psyche mm-hmm. and, and, and your mental health. And so... Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't, uh, I don't really begrudge Calvin for all the work he did on all those sermons because we benefit from yeah. them. But he lived a shorter life than I think he could have lived if he had prioritized rest in his life. Mm. Yeah. So when you think about I'll the benefits vacation, of rest John. to yourself, but also to others, like yeah. I mean, I, I think about for myself being a parent, right. The more rest and sleep that I get, yeah, the better parent I am to my child. Like the the. Honestly, the easier it is to be patient, the easier it is to pursue faithfulness when I am getting, re- like seeking to get rest that I need in uh, in light of what God has given me. Okay, Jaquel, you, you just made me think of something that I really think that we need to address because like I know we're a podcast for youth, but I know that young moms, there's some young moms that listen. And, and what I'm thinking, and I mentioned before, you know, some of the guys we have in our church that are in the trades that they don't get much vacation. Mm-hmm. What do we have to say to people who are sitting here going, yeah, yeah, Sean, yeah, Jaquel, I'm picking up what you're laying out. I'm loving it. I'm all over it, but I get zero time for rest. Mm-hmm. I'm either watching my kids or I'm at work. Uh, my kids, my boss, they don't give me five seconds for rest. So mm-hmm. what do I do? What do we have to say to people like that? Yeah, so I can I can relate a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, and my best answer is, you you fight for rest. You, like wow, what a strange thing to say, Jaquel. You yeah. have to fight for rest. Yeah, but if there are obstacles to yeah. it, this is something. I mean, we've we've just explained the benefits of rest, the command to rest, the, the way God has wired us to rest, and you know you. You sacrifice if you need to, to get rest. Yeah, I think one thing I'm thinking about is that we've got to be careful about how we define rest because rest doesn't negate responsibility. For sure. So if you're a parent and you're saying, well, I never get I, I never get enough rest. It's like, well... Okay, are you are you know are you making sure you get to bed on time? Mm-hmm. Are you seeking to use your waking hours to do the best that you can to ensure that you can have a day of rest? Uh, having a day of rest doesn't mean having a day without your children, right? And you know, you can have rest with your children. Like we already said, there are circumstances where no, you don't get as much rest as right. you want. As like you sometimes prefer. seasons yeah. of life or circumstances yeah. do prevent that, but that does not that does not prevent you from working. Working to rest. Working to rest. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I, I like that. And and I mean, like, the, the, the other thing that I would say, the thing that I would say from where I'm sitting to people that are in that situation is it is a season of life. Like, as Jaquel knows, uh, Diana and I are at a stage in life where we have no kids in the house. Kid, yeah. Both kids moved out. And, uh, and, and we're at a stage in life where we have more freedom in our life and we, we have time to choose to rest or not to rest. And, and just, you know, you just need to realize that, yeah, I mean, we were there once and, and we know what that's like and, and we all go through different seasons. So, you know, wherever you're at, you need to prioritize rest so that, because if you don't, when you get to the stage where I'm at, you'll still keep working the same way and see mm-hmm. no value in rest. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I like that you need to work to rest or fight to rest or. And I, I just, practically say uh your rest is probably going to look different than other people like the way I rest looks different than the way you and mom rest right now like a lot of the rest I get means taking little pockets in a day or taking more time when my husband is home and can help um but that it just you just have to be creative about it and don't 
just give in to the the lie that it's like, well, rest is hard for me, so I, I just can't do it. Yeah. It's not worth prioritizing or pursuing. Well, and, and like Jaquel mentioned, relying on, you know, on her husband or, or you know, on us or, or, or taking, you know, seeing that, hey, as much as I would love to have an hour to just sit and rest... I guess today I'm just going to have have to have, uh, you know, 12 five minutes for rest, mm. uh, for 12 five minute periods for rest. But, you know, something else to think about is that you can work things into your week to ensure that you can still have that rest when the weekend comes. Because yeah. some people might say, well, I still got to cook dinner. I said, well, you can do some of those things ahead of time. Mm. Uh, you know, you can clean the house during the week and yep. you can uh, you can have the laundry done on Saturday night and you, you can, can make you know, freezer meals. You can make freezer <laughs> meals so that Sunday you can just rest. There's things that you can do if you will prioritize rest. So I don't think that we can deny that rest is a, is a valuable thing in the Christian life. In Christ, we experience rest because mm. we're not resting for our works uh, or, or we're not we're not working for our salvation. We're resting in Christ. And, and that's the principle we see uh, as well with the Sabbath is that uh, that rest is necessary. God has created us to rest. So we should seek to, to, to prioritize rest and get the rest that's necessary. Yeah. And, uh, and think about how that physical rest points to the spiritual realities of our dependence on God and the way we're resting in Christ now. Amen, sister. Amen, sister. Anything else you want to talk about? Oh, no, not really. Maybe right. just where people can find us. Yeah, let's wrap it up then. talking about that. Okay. So well, people can find us on the interwebs at our website, ageofminority.com. They can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And when they are uh, just they're taking a rest and they're just thinking to themselves, hmm, what is restful to me right now? I think it's just writing a few words of right. encouragement kind to words. my friends at Age of Minority. They can go to Apple iTunes and leave us an honest five-star rating and yeah, and if you're thinking, hey, I'd like to take vacation and I want to visit a beautiful place, come visit beautiful <laughs> Nova Scotia. But make sure you bring your facts. Until next week. This has been Age of Minority. <laughs> <laughs>